0: How many of you have been watching the Summer Olympics? Summer Olympics, raise your hand. All right, there's most of us, I'd say, not everybody. The Summer Olympics have been going on in Tokyo this year, even though it says Tokyo 2020. It's I don't know if, you ever, if, you, if you've gotten confused what year you're watching it in, because it's like, wait, was this last year? No, it wasn't last year. It's Tokyo 2020, and the Olympics are happening right now over there, and There's a lot of really, really exciting events, a lot of of competition that's happening, a lot of competing. And today we're looking at even if I'm worn out. Now, I didn't ask you how many of you are Olympic athletes because I don't think that's any of us. But maybe somebody watching online, probably not. But Olympic athletes, I'm sure right now, are very, very exhausted. They've been training this year, for five years instead of the normal four years they've been training for five years for this these 90 second events all of it comes down to this if you trip in the track and field or you or you don't get off on a good start and you're swimming or whatever it is it could be the end there was somebody last night that that went they they were doing their swimming relay and they they the person came in and they jumped in the pool but they left the podium 0.3 seconds behind what the, when, the, when the person came in. So they lost 0.3 seconds. Well, they got second place. Their team Team United States got second place in that relay by less than 0.3 seconds. And so it's like, oh, if we just would have went faster, like started faster. Now, I, I can't imagine the, the wear and tear, not just physically, but mentally, on these athletes and I know that's not us today but maybe that's us this week with wa- staying up late watching it <laughs> maybe it's like maybe you're just exhausted watching the, the the 800 meter swim you're like how in the world can they swim for 800 meters and especially the guy that was fifth place the whole race and then in the last in the last leg came back and won it I mean then last night he won the 1500 in kind of a similar fashion but that's a lot of swimming 1,500 meters. I mean, <laughs> I didn't try to do the math, but that's, that's a long way of swimming. I, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else could even do 1,500 meters of swimming. Probably Alexi can, but probably not too many of us could even last for 1,500 meters in the water, even if we had no time frame. <laughs> I'm wore out. Maybe you're feeling wore out. This summer has been... A lot of things making us tired, and not just physically tired. Maybe we are emotionally tired. Maybe we're mentally tired, or, or even spiritually tired, wore out. If that's not you today, maybe it's you next week. So listen. <laughs> uh, I had a chance to, to speak at Mennohaven for the junior high camp this summer, and so we've been going through some of those messages I, I prepared for them. Uh, called even if and so we've looked at this summer thank you by the way to mark engeld serving last week and filling in for the pulpit doing a great job uh, i was really proud to, to watch that online um, but la- but other weeks we've looked at in uh in matthew 26 we're looking at even if i doubt even if i doubt we can know And trust that God is true. So even when we have doubts, we can know that God is true. And He cares about our doubt. But we don't want to just be done with it. We don't want to just take our doubt and just be doubtful all the time. We want to do something with our doubt. We want to go to the Lord and say, "What? Please show me how I can learn, how I can understand, how I can trust you even while I doubt. And then we looked at, even if I have nothing that God provides for my needs. And we looked from Isaiah 55 looking at how when, when there's nothing, when we feel like we're physically empty, when we have no food, when we have nothing to drink, that God provides completely for us. And not just a little bit. He provides a way of satisfying all of our desires. Our true desires. Not our, maybe our fleshly or earthly or, or just, you know, desires not necessarily bad, but the desires of our heart that, that He provides for us. The physical needs. And today, today I encourage you to turn your Bible, open your Bible to Matthew chapter 11. And we're going to be looking at in today about even if we are exhausted, even if we are tired, even if we are wore out, even if we are in those situations, what is Jesus offering And I'll give you the main idea right from the beginning. Our main idea today is, even if I'm worn out, the Lord offers us refreshment. He offers us to be refreshed in Him. And so we're going to see that in Matthew 11 today. So I encourage you to open your Bibles to Matthew 11, verse 28. And this is Jesus speaking in Matthew 11, verse 28. He says, Come to Me, all all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Come to Me. Jesus says, if you are feeling wore out, if you feel like you have this burden on your back, you're carrying all these things, Come to me. Come to me. These burdens we might be carrying might be from the busyness of this summer. Remember last summer, we didn't have a lot of things going on. And to some of us, that seemed a little bit of a blessing in disguise. I mean, there was still a lot of things going on, uh, a lot of fear and those kind of unknowns of, of the coronavirus pandemic. But this summer, a little bit we're, we're kind of go, going back to normal. I mean, my kids are in, in sports again, and there's lots of things. You know, we had the, the, the fair, and all these things were happening, and we're just kind of getting busy again. And, and that's not a bad thing, but it can be, it can give us weary. It can give us burdens of trying to get things done, trying to get every, do a whole bunch of things, when maybe Jesus is just inviting you to rest, to come. And lay all those things at His feet and just rest. Maybe it's not just a physical weariness that you're feeling. Maybe it's mental. I mean, Simone Biles, the greatest gymnastics uh, athlete in the world, this week, she pulled out of the competitions. Not because of a physical injury, but because of a mental injury. And she said that She is so tired, and she's had so much preparation for these last five years, and there's so much pressure to for her to win the gold in each of these categories. She she competed in one event, or she competed some, and then she said, I can't do it. I can't do it. I need a break. I need to rest. I need to be right. Now I don't know what her story is with with Jesus or not, but she needed a break. Even in the midst of the biggest competitions of her life, she said, I need to take a break. Kind of reminds me of what the Sabbath was created for. I mean, Jesus gave us this Sabbath day, this this seventh day, and he said, make it holy. And And I know the Pharisees made it all about how you can't untie your donkey, and you can't do this and can't do that. But God created it as an example for us to rest. Example for us, that we are as physical and mental beings, that we, in spiritual, spiritually, we need a day to unwind. We need a day to rest. To rest in the Lord. We can work hard and work hard and work hard. But it's going to catch up to us. And so, we, Jesus is calling us to rest. In whatever way you need rest today, He's inviting you to come to Him if you have heavy burdens, if you are weary. Maybe you haven't caught up on your Bible reading plan, or you're so behind on, on, on these Bible studies you're trying to do this summer. Or I don't know. It's not, even if it's good things, we could still have weariness and burdenness from those. And so I'm not saying don't read your Bible. What I'm saying is Jesus is saying come to me and I will give you rest. Jesus wants us to come to him when we are exhausted, when we are wore out, whether that's physically, emotionally, mentally, or even spiritually. Come to Jesus to get the refreshment that we need. And then he says in the next verse, right after this, he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me and then he says for i am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls so you will find rest in your souls when you come to jesus so our first point today was that is that jesus offers us rest that we are that jesus offers us rest just like you know psalm 23 the famous psalm that, that jesus jesus is our great our good shepherd and he is offering us this this rest he, like saying he makes us lie down in green pastures and he leads me beside quiet waters and he refreshes our soul that good shepherd, that Jesus, He's calling to us and saying, you're burdened, you're weary, you're tired. I have rest for you. Just come to me. Come to me. And then in the second verse here, in verse 29, He's saying, He's saying, learn from me. Learn from me. I have this yoke. Now, we've got to explain yoke. And I know maybe some of us know it, maybe from some of our, the farming community. But a, a yoke is now that Jesus taught a lot in planting and farming and agriculture um, illustrations because that's what a lot of people were and also vineyards and things like that but so most people in this crowd that he's talking to would know what a yoke is and a yoke is where two oxen are put together and they have this big wooden thing over them or maybe metal and they are together and they are working together on this weight you know whether they're pulling a plow or whatever they're doing but they're pulling something and they're yoked together and so jesus says learn from me and take my yoke and because my yoke is me i'm gentle and i'm humble and in me you're going to find rest for your souls so jesus is inviting us to find rest in him and learning from him. So, <clears throat> when two oxen are, are plowing a field together, one, I mean, I don't, I'm not the expert in this, of course, but, but Jesus is saying, let me teach you. Let me show you. And not just let me show you, but, but let me... let. Please trust me because look at me. I'm gentle, I'm humble. I want what's best for you. I know you're weary and you're tired and you're and you're exhausted. Come and I'm going to help you. But come to me. And and Jesus wants us to show wants us to learn from his example. His example of of how to keep moving on and how to keep going, even when we're tired, even when we're exhausted. And in, in 1 John it says that if we claim to be Christians, we must live as Jesus did. We must learn from His example and do what He did. And there are several times it's talking about His example. Even in 1 Peter 2:21, talking about the example of Jesus, and that's our example of how we walk in this life and he's saying here in this verse that Jesus is gentle and humble what do you think does that mean we should be gentle and humble yes that means we can learn how to be gentle how to be humble like him not to be not to be the one that's okay everybody's mad at me so I'm going to be fighting no Jesus is gentle he's humble he wants us to be like him learn from him and he's going to give us rest in this so our second point today is that Jesus teaches us. When we're tired, Jesus offers us rest. But also when we are tired, let's learn from Jesus. Let's let Him be our teacher. Let's let Him be our master. You know, a lot of times when we say, Lord, Lord, we, maybe we don't really even think about what we're saying. Lord, we're saying master, Master, you are in charge. You teach me. Whatever you say is what I'm going to do. When we say Lord, when we say teacher, that's what we're saying. We're saying to Jesus, "Let you're in charge and not me. So let's say, Lord, Lord, teach us. Be our master. Be you, Not just our savior, but the one throughout our day. We can trust him to be our guide and our teacher. And then in verse 30, Jesus says this. <clears throat> he says, For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Really really short verse here. Really, really short. But I think it's to the point. Jesus is saying, rest. I'm offering you rest. And he's saying, learn from me. But now he's saying, not just learning from me, but my yoke. The burden I'm sharing with you is easy and it's light we yes we still have to do the work he's not saying quit it doesn't say i'm taking the burden from you completely there's no more work to be done i I mean there are times that we do need to take a vacation there are times that we do need to stop and say hey we're just resting you know especially on the sabbath day on, on our whatever day you're you're celebrating as the day the Lord's day usually we do that as Sundays but whatever that, that is we take that aside and we make it unto God and then we live for him and we not just that Sunday not just the Sabbath only but that's a day that we set aside time to rest you know i love my sunday afternoon nap i'll be honest I I like football a lot, but it's nice when there's no season because then I can take a nap on Sunday afternoons. (laughs) But when the season starts back up, it's hard to watch the games while sleeping. I mean, I'm sure not everybody has that problem. (laughs) I know my dad would always have the game on and he could be asleep. And some of you may be in the same boat, but I want to watch the game. (laughs) And so I think here we have to remember taking breaks taking rest and jesus is saying my yoke is easy and my burden is light we still have to jesus is yoking we're yoked with jesus we're still doing the work but let's jesus is saying i'm gonna let, i'm gonna do most of the work you just come along for the ride you just come with me let me carry the weight let me take the big burden but you're with me and so that's our invitation And so our third point today is that Jesus lightens our burdens. When we're tired, Jesus wants us to come to him for rest, to teach us, and to lighten our burdens. Now, I I told Eli in Sunday school that I was going to bring him up, and he had a chance to say no. So Eli, come on up. All right, Eli, come come up here. Now, I just want to give a little example of this, all right? So, Eli, how are you feeling today? I'm alright. Alright, he he feels alright. Okay. Now imagine if I said, Eli, you have a lot of stuff you gotta do. So make sure you take this stuff with you the rest of the day. Okay? How how do you feel now? Heavy. Heavy. Alright, so Eli feels heavy. Is it okay for the rest of the day you just walk around like this? No? Why not? Because um, all this burden you don't need in your life. All that burden you don't need, yeah. But, but there's all these things that are in this backpack that are really important, so you need to take them with you, okay? Uh-huh. The rest of the day. <laughs> Can you do it? No. no. Without God, I can't do now, it. No, now Good job. Yeah, he's going to say... He's, he's giving the right answers. Good job. I didn't, we didn't rehearse this. <laughs> but, yeah. Why would you take this on? It, this... Everybody, look at this. This is a lot of books here. I mean, that's that's a lot of books. How heavy do you think that is, Eli? Thirty pounds or more. Thirty pounds. Yeah. So it's probably yeah, it's probably thirty pounds. Now sometimes we start putting things in our backpacks, and we don't even think about oh well it's not that's not that heavy. Well, of course it's not that heavy. Let's see this. Let's, let's see. So here's a here's a Bible. That's that's good. We want to put that back in. But you know here's that's not that heavy of a book. Is that that heavy, Eli? This book, is that heavy? No. No, it's not that heavy. But, there, it's in there. Okay. What about this book? Is that heavy? No. It's kind (laughs) of (laughs) heavy. That book book is kind of heavy. All right. So then we have uh, this one. This is a good book. It's a Bible dictionary. It's a little bit (laughs) lighter. That's a little... (laughs) Yeah. But together, these books... Oh, here's a good theology book right here. here. Look at that. Christian theology, right there. Neat. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's some books there. Here's oh, here's a good one. Okay, Bible commentary book. It's good. You can learn a lot of things there. All right. What about this one? Okay. Oh yeah, here's another Bible commentary. That's good, right? Yeah. Hey Eli, how do you feel right now? How's that? How's that burden? Light. Light. Oh, good. Now, I'm going to say let's put the Bible back in there. Because you're going to need that today. Oh, yeah. Okay? Now, when you walk around, can you even feel you have a backpack on? No. No. But could you, like, a minute ago? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jesus wants us to lighten our burdens. He, yeah, all these things are, are good individually, but to carry them all around all the time is very heavy. All right, you can walk around with that today. Thanks, Eli. Thank Give Eli a round of applause. So Jesus wants us to, he offers us rest. He offers us to learn from him, and he offers to take that heavy burden that heavy yoke on himself and he says it's not that we don't need all these things but we don't need to carry them and so individually our burdens might seem oh that's a good thing to do that's a good thing i I need to have all these things and maybe it's maybe it's you know you're, you're an you're an elder at church or maybe it's you're a sunday school worker maybe it's all these things but when they all stack up it's quite the stack It's a lot, and it's a lot to carry around, and Jesus wants us to give it to Him. He wants to take our burdens and lighten our yoke and make it easy for us. Doesn't that sound freeing? If you you feel wore out, if you feel exhausted, Jesus is offering to come to Him and that we be refreshed in Him. And that's our main idea today is that we be refreshed in the Lord, even if I am worn out. That we take up the Lord's... the the gift that God is giving us and saying, let's find our refreshment. Let's find our easiness in Him. But He's not saying quit. He's saying, I'm going with you. I'm refreshing you. Let me be your source of refreshment. And we're going to sing a song here in a few minutes that says, Come to the altar. And Jesus invites us. He says, Are you hurting? And the song says, Are you hurting and broken within? Are you overwhelmed by the weight of your sin? Jesus doesn't want us to carry our sin, He wants us to come to Him and give it to Him, all of our burdens. Jesus is calling. Have you come to the end of yourself? Do you thirst for a drink from the well? Do you get thirsty? Jesus is calling. Oh, come to the altar. The Father's arms are open wide. Forgiveness was bought with the precious blood of Christ that we sang earlier. The precious blood of Jesus. I just want to encourage you to take a moment and think about this question. What might be preventing each of us from finding rest in Jesus alone? So take just a moment. That's on the bottom of your bulletins if you want to write it in. What might be preventing each of us from finding rest in Jesus Lord Jesus, we, thank, we are thankful that you offer rest and that we can learn from you and you can teach us your way of humility and gentleness. God, we thank you that you not just give us rest, but you take our heavy burdens that wear, that wear us out, where we are exhausted, where we're tired, physically tired, mentally or emotionally tired, exhausted, even physically, even spiritually exhausted. God, I thank you that you are a God that takes our heavy burdens and lightens our load and makes us and walks with us in an easy way that we can have refreshment in You, Jesus. So I pray that for each of us, that we would find refreshment in You and we would come to You, Jesus. And we thank You for the way that You care for our needs and that You don't just expect us to keep going, 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 but that we can rest in You. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.